It's us. Hi. We're the podcasters. It's us. Welcome to our podcast. I'm Rachel. And I'm Sam. We're the Sibs. And you're listening to Swift and Swigs with Sibs. That's right. This is the podcast where a brother and a sister discuss two of their favorite things, Taylor Swift and cocktails. Every episode, we will choose a song from Taylor Swift's 200-plus song catalog. We'll each pair a cocktail with that song, and then we will break down our favorite musical mixology moments. Hey, Sam, are we ready for it? I think we are. Hi. Sam, oh my goodness. There's like a shimmer around you. There's always a shimmer around me. <laughs> There's always a shimmer. Welcome. Hi, Swiggy. This is episode 014. 14 is my lucky number, so I'm feeling very, you know, I'm feeling like going out tonight. <laughs> Except not. Except you have three children at home and... A husband to feed, so... Yeah, there, there is that. I hope that this microphone picks up my voice because I sort of lost my voice. It was almost as if I was in Las Vegas at Taylor Swift's concert were screaming you? all the lyrics to her songs. Stop it, were you? Surprise! You were not. No. Oh my gosh. I wasn't. I would be so mad at you if you did not take me. I know, Rachel, this is, it's sort of sad that we don't get to go to the concert together. We're going to our own individual shows, yours in Minneapolis, mine is in Denver. Yeah, so forgive me, I've, I've somewhat lost my voice. You don't really need a voice to record a podcast, no, though, right? No, it's fine. It's fine. I carry us. I worry that Taylor might get sick on this tour. Oh my gosh. I don't want to be like a Debbie Downer or Negative Nancy, but I get so worried for her sometimes this is like a huge endeavor for her to go through and like seeing every night well two to three nights a week at least and I read an article about and I can't remember where but I'll have to look it up where um they were talking about how football players technically like the amount of action or like active movement that they do is like 11 minutes in a full football game and Taylor Swift is doing mm. three hours and 15 minutes. And I know that you and I are not seeing the action. We are doing our very best <laughs> to not watch any of the concert spoilers. But you know she's going all over that stage. <laughs> she's, right? She is. So can you even imagine? She's strutting up and down that little stage catwalk of hers. And she's doing some dancing. Her la- her second night in Vegas show did you see the, one of the surprise songs that she performed? She performed. Do you want me to tell you which surprise song it was? Yeah, just go for it. It was one of my favorites. Yes, so, of please. course, I'm sad that that means I won't get to hear it. Um, I know. She brought out yeah. Marcus Mumford of Mumford and Sons, who <gasps> sings on Cowboy oh Like gosh. Me with her. And yes. they performed Cowboy Like Me. And that is that's one of my favorite songs on Evermore and it was so great of course whenever we find out which surprise songs made which night 
I know. It might make us a little sad that that means we won't get it for ours. It's a little bit heartbreaking. Mm -hmm. So just slowly by like process of elimination of seeing these secret songs, then you're you're just going to start like getting your set list, even if you haven't cheated, right? Is probably. That, is that like what's going to happen? Yeah, yeah, probably. I still yeah. haven't cheated. Okay. Do you have any T-Swift tea, Rachel, for this week? No. The, the only thing I... I've been doing with my uh, concert friends is we're planning a Zoom meeting so that we can really get ourselves like our concert head in the game. Nice. We are um, nice. So we we've got a great group of people who like some people are like really into like the planning and other people are like me that are like yay I'm listening to the music this is gonna be fun guys yeah. so it's really good to have those kind of people in your life to really like make sure that we're organized about where we're parking and how we're doing all that. So got to have structure and organization. That's right. On a crazy night. So um that's that's exciting. Getting getting excited for it. Sam in the kind of in between quickly scrolling through your TikTok feeds, etc. Have you been able to listen to any new music? This is the segment Swiggies, if you're a new listener, we love to kind of introduce a little bit of music that we're listening to that isn't the specific song that we're talking about today. Sometimes that's a mm-hmm. new album, a new artist that we've stumbled upon. Sometimes it's an old album, an old artist we haven't listened to in a while, and it's just like we're making it new again. And a lot of the time, as of late, it's been some other Taylor it's Swift music Taylor Swift. because this is when we we are training for our concert and we are getting it. So, so we like to call this segment from one of our favorite lines, uh, opening song, the one we're doing good and we're on some new shit. So, Sam, mm-hmm. how are you doing? And are you on some new shit? I'm doing good, I'm on some new shit. Been saying yes instead of no. What are you saying yes to? Does my raspy voice give it like a sexy jazzy quality? Yeah, I'm getting like Phoebe, not Phoebe Bridgers. I'm getting Phoebe from Friends, Phoebe Buffet, and like Smelly Cat. (laughs) I'm getting Smelly Cat vibes. That's not the best compliment (laughs) you've given me, but... I love Nothing it. but love. Um, yes, Rachel. The new shit I'm on to this week is Lana Del Rey's new album. Oh, oh. It's called Did You Know That There's a Tunnel Under Ocean Boulevard? It's sort of weird. Her songs are a little strange in a really cool way, like a unique way. Weird but fucking beautiful? Weird but fucking beautiful. You're right. <laughs> But I don't, so I don't, I don't know. She's not, it's hard for me sometimes to really fall in love with a Lana Del Rey song or album, but. You're really selling it here, Sam. I know. I, I should, I should, I don't know. But Jack Antonoff produced this album that she put out. I love Jack. I have a friend that calls him Daddy Jack. So Daddy Jack helped produce this album. He's, he works a lot with Lana Del Rey. And it's actually, it's quite enjoyable. But there are just certain songs that it's hard for me to vibe with because it's just, it's so out there. It's a little different. Of course, her voice is really amazing. 
Um, but there's a particular song. I think it's the third track on this album. It's called A and W. You've got to listen to that song, if anything. Okay. Now this is the experience of being an American whore. is shocking and it starts one way and it's sort of like smooth and slowish and then it just changes all of a sudden it's a long song too but it's a really cool song that's A&W so Lana Del Rey I'm gonna keep trying with you because I I think you are really cool and I love the work that you do and I love that you've worked with Taylor I guess I'm just talking to Lana right now um, that was that was a weird explanation. Um, I actually really appreciate that. I really appreciate that review because the title song, the something under the Lincoln Tunnel, what's it called? Did you know that there's a tunnel under Ocean Boulevard? Okay, okay. Did you know there's a tunnel under Ocean Boulevard? Yeah, I got that way off. So I actually heard that single in the car with Mike and the kids, and I didn't know who it was, and I like. Shazam. Does anybody else still use Shazam? Or am I, is that like a really grandma millennial Oh, I thing? love Shazam. It okay. works really well when you're like at a bar. Yes. And you hear a song yes. overhead. So I Shazammed it. And I was like, whoa, this is Lana Del Rey. I've like never heard of this one. And it was so, because it was so interesting. Mm-hmm. And I think it's interesting that you said like she, her songs and the song that you particularly, you mentioned it switched. I feel like a lot of her songs do that. Like they'll start out one way. And then end up somewhere else. I almost wish, like, Snow on the Beach had done that. But that's getting into another song. That is not our Swift of the Week. Rachel, are you doing good on any new shit? So I am bringing some more Taylor Swift energy, but I thought I would kind of give you more specifics. Because I had I had a very, like, I guess you could say that sadness was my, my whole world this week. Oh, my. And that sounds really depressing. Yeah. No, that sounds super depressing. Um, I just, like, had the need. I'm super stressed, and there's a lot going on. And I could tell I had the need to just have a really good cry. And so I ha- I have all of my, like, favorite songs that I was listening to that really pulled those tears from me. So it's always all too well, 10-minute version. Oh, okay. yes, of course. I cannot understand how I can continue to listen to that song. And every time I'm just devastated for the way that it broke down. It was the part where she said the pieces, the leaves were falling like pieces into place. Okay. Are you going to cry? I just might. Okay. I was so heartbroken hearing that because you can hear the beauty of what that relationship was and then what it crumbles to. Mm at the end and so anyway i just thought i would give yeah. give a shout out to any like sad girl listeners sad boy too we don't you know we don't stereotype against the boys too so so all ten, to all too well 10 minute version taylor's version great one there marjorie got me this week oh yeah sam i was i was pulling some marjorie in tolerate it is another Ugh. song that just kills me. That's crushing. And Tears Ricochet, which sounds really like on the nose there, a little bit too on the nose, but I... But truly, yeah. I'm not going to go into it right now, but I have a memory that involves New York City and Granny 
And that's all I'm going to say right now. Okay. Um, because I'm sure we'll do that song sometime and it'll be a great moment to bring it up. So, my new shit is crying. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what that's, I like to do. That sounds really uh, cathartic and visceral. And Taylor Swift songs are good for many things. Getting you pumped up, getting over a heartbreak, crying, yeah. and I'm glad that she can be there for you. That's right. And But you know what else Taylor does? She makes me think, you know what? I don't want to cry. I don't want to make sadness my whole world. I want to go out tonight, and I'm going to have a cocktail. So, Sam, mm-hmm. let's get into our swig. Yes. So, yeah, so I was doing some sad girl crying, but you know what I feel like doing, Sam? I feel like going out tonight. I feel like dancing. Let's get into the swift of it all. Let's introduce the song. I suppose I should be the one to introduce the song, seeing as I was the one who chose the swift of the week. I was ready to get into our bejeweled era. Best believe I'm still bejeweled when I walk in the room. I can still make the whole place shimmer. And when I meet the band, they ask Sam, me I've been seeing it was all of the quick posting and nope, I don't want to see that yet. Images of Taylor's concert. So many fans bejeweling themselves up, getting ready for like an amazing era's era. And of course, Taylor, who I think her favorite costume art art would have to be something with sparkles and sequins i mean that is just how she enters that stage it's sort of like part of her brand at this point yeah all the sparkles and the sequins it's sort of like her red lip classic she's a very sparkly bejeweled type of gal yeah and here she is singing about it Listeners, this is a time when we like to introduce the cocktail that we created out of inspiration from the song that we listened. This is our swig. Mm -hmm. And seeing as I uh, was mentioning my tears, I think I'm going to go into my cocktail first. Go ahead. Sam, I'm bringing you the Sapphire Tears. Look at that. It's so... Beautiful. What we got what we got here, I need to describe it to our listeners. I discovered that there is a cocktail. There's a bar in a casino in Connecticut. And they have this three thousand dollar sapphire martini that is served oh with a sugar coated martini glass. And uh-huh. it's blue curacao which mm-hmm. you featured last week. It is Bombay Sapphire Gin, Obvi, and then some dry mm-hmm. vermouth. Okay, so it's just like a classic gin martini with just a little bit of orange flavor from the blue curacao, obviously yeah. tinted blue. And, but then every cocktail, because it's $3,000, every cocktail comes with its own dangling sapphire and diamond <laughs> earrings. So I came That's with my own. absurd. I love it. Isn't that ridiculous? So I came with my own. I would definitely put these earrings on if I wasn't wearing headphones. So, um, and then inside, I also made sure I had a round ice cube because I'm thinking of your moonstone aura happening. Mm. So, so this is, so I'm drinking the Sapphire Tears tonight, Sam. What's on the rim? Oh, it's like a, a pink sugar. I wished it was blue, but I only had pink, so. Okay. That 
looks a little extra. And, uh, it's quite extra. It's quite bejeweled. I can't imagine making a cocktail that looks like that at all. Check out mine, Rachel. I can't wait to see it. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> it looks almost identical. We we made different cocktails, but they look so much alike. They look very similar. I should hold mine up. Yeah, they really do. So hilarious. Okay. Okay. Um, what do we got? This cocktail is called Sparkle Land. Sparkle Land. Mm-hmm. Because you're sparkling. Because I, for a while, oh no, thought that the lyric was Sparkle Land. <laughs> I was hearing, and I miss you, but I miss Sparkle Land. <laughs> and. <laughs> It took me a while of listening to that song before I realized it was sparkling. Uh-huh. So I made a cocktail that I think, I picture, what is Sparkle Land? Like, what is this world of Sparkle Land? It sort of is like a really out there amusement theme park with obviously a lot of sparkles and glitter and sweets and treats. So this cocktail is made with uh, cotton candy syrup. Oh my. I wanted I wanted this cocktail to taste like cotton candy, like an amusement park. Okay. So I got a couple of cotton candy flavored popsicles and I melted that down and and used that, you know, cotton candy oh juice. Wow. Basically. So it's sort of like a cotton candy syrup. Um this is also, Rachel, this is my first vodka cocktail that I've ever made on the podcast. Okay. Um, I'm not really a vodka stan. Um, Neither am I. But it it, it kind of made sense for this this uh, cocktail. So it's, it's cotton candy syrup. There's a little <laughs> bit of lemon juice. And there's vodka in here. Of course, there's glitter as well. And edible glitter, of course. Oh, yeah. I, I forgot the glitter in mine, Sam. There's did, glitter. I, I, that's so funny, Rachel. I forgot to put it in the cocktail, but I have it oh, okay. sitting on the countertop. Okay. So I'm just going to add a little bit later. But it, it's meant to be sparkly. And then I have pink and purple uh, candied rim. I crushed up some nerds. And uh the glass <laughs> with that. So nerds. It's basically a... a Ridiculous, like, cotton candy cocktail that reminds me of whatever Sparkle Land is. I want to go to Sparkle Land, wherever it is. So It's funny you said vodka because I almost chose a vodka drink because I was thinking going out and I was recalling what I used to drink when I went out. Oh, my God, Rachel. That was my exact same thought, too, before I went with this was cocktail. It? I was like, what okay. did I used to drink when I would used to go out? And it was I was going to buy really yep. cheap vodka. Yep. And then I was like, wait, I don't actually want to drink that. Yep. So, well, <laughs> well, cheers to us for now. Cheers, Sam. All right, Sam, I think it's time that we transition into discussing our Swift of the Week, Bejeweled. Before we get into that, I want to make sure that we break down the various segments for our listeners, just in case we have any new listeners. Hey, new listeners, did you come here just for Bejeweled? Because welcome. When you walked in the room, it shimmered. So thank you. Mm -hmm. Uh, So here are our three segments. Um, We've got the spirit of the song first. Just like a cocktail has a good 
spirit. We want to know just like, what is the guiding spirit of the song that we're listening to today. Then we take that cocktail and we start to mix it up. This is when we discuss the musical mixology of the song. So every, like every good cocktail, every good song needs layers of mixing. And so that's really when we discuss what are the musical sounds that we're hearing that make up this song. And then our favorite time when we break down the lyrics. This is what we call the twist, the Taylor Swift twist. So just like you need to add a twist to your cocktail at the end, just to give it that zhuzh, that's what these lyrics do to the songs. Zhuzh is a really fun bejeweled type word. So those are our categories. Good uh, introduction, Rach. Sam, I always love hearing your description of the spirit of the song. What would you say is the spirit of Hmm. Bejeweled? Taylor Swift is like snapping her fingers in a zigzag when she sings this song. Uh, Oh, okay. Okay. Uh Uh-huh. She's doing that little like head thing where she's like moving her head like, check me out. I'm Bejeweled, man. I mean, this song exudes. Is that a word? Exudes? (laughs) I don't think it's like that. It's. I don't think it rhymes with boobs. I think it's like exudes. <laughs> oh, exudes. Thank you. <laughs> this song exudes boobs. No, I'm this, this song exudes confidence, Rachel. Sure That's what I was trying to does. say. And it's, it's a fun, super fun song where we can just like sing along with Taylor. Like supporting taylor being taylor taylor has come into herself in a confident way in midnights there are so many tough times that she's gone through in the last what has it been 16 years of her career 16 wow where she's been through breakups and uh, canceled by the media and getting a lot of hate and slut shaming and misogyny. And finally, Taylor is singing in this song that she can still make the whole place shimmer. And it's it's so fun to be a Taylor fan and hear a song like this because we love her and we support her. And it's and it's just a positive, confident, like I still got it going on type of song. Is that more or less the spirit for you, Rachel? Absolutely. I could go into more detail than that. No, but. I mean, so the the first thing I think when I, I hear this song is I think it's got like 22 energy, right? It's like I'm going out with mm-hmm. my girlfriends and I'm having a good time. It's also got a little bit of like the me energy of of like, you know what? This is who I am and I sparkle. Um Yeah. I love talking about the story. And mm. so there is definitely a story that people have subscribed, abs- 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 subscribed. We're really having a hard time with words today. <laughs> I think the word you're looking for is exubes. <laughs> so, so the story that exubes from this <laughs> is a, is uh, the night of the Met Gala. Which I think oh. is so great that we're, I would say we're back at the Met Gala, 
um, once again in another song because there are some other songs that we've heard before. So yeah. this is this may or may not be like pre getaway car, which might mm-hmm. be the moment when she leaves with um, a, a surprise fella after the great night. <laughs> this surprise fella. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a little bit tolerated where this might be going out after taking the dagger and removing it. Oh so my gosh, you went there. I did. So so we've got a couple of like stories that are happening here where it's like I'm angry. Yeah. And I'm feeling used, I'm feeling unseen and I want to remind myself that I sparkle and I shine. And so there's a story that everyone has said is that Taylor Swift was dating Calvin Harris. It may not have been going so well. And so she went to the Met Gala and ended up dancing with Tom Hiddleston all night. And so then it kind of began this like rumor of were they together, were they not together. I still don't have answers for that. Um but also, interestingly enough, she met Joe that night. So the Met yes. Gala 2016 had a lot going on, and it has created some really interesting songs from this era. I, I don't know if we need to go into those full details in this in this song necessarily. But I, you know, but that's I a good love, setup, though. I think that's a really good setup, and I, I do think that. I hear a, another layer that's happening in this song, another perspective, because I love to listen to a song and be like, I don't know, I wasn't at the Met Gala. I can't relate. I don't actually care. You what weren't at the Met Gala. Gala that year? Did you not? You no. just chose not to go that year? I was busy. I didn't have oh, time for that. Yeah. So I didn't go. I didn't make it. But what I hear in the song is actually something that I think anyone that's been in a relationship for a while might be able to relate to. So that, like, this could also just be, like, when you're in the middle of a relationship and it gets too familiar Mm. and then you're just needing to remind yourself about who you are. So personally, I've had a time in my life when I became a mother and my chance to shimmer and shine went right out the door like there was not some bejeweled happening and you do forget a little bit about yourself but it's not just motherhood that that can do that to somebody I think it's a relationship that maybe grows stale I think it's depression that can do that to you I think it's maybe I don't know if some of us were in lockdown for years I don't know, just saying, if there was like a pandemic going on and you didn't get a chance to go out, we've got some big Lizzo energy of like, hey, we're going out and we're going to remember that we shimmer and shine and we can sparkle. So Mm -hmm. this is not the first time we've run up Lizzo and have to remind ourselves, wait, this isn't a Lizzo podcast. Wait, this is not a Lizzo podcast, but oh, wouldn't that be fun? I don't also was curious, Sam, if this is a good time and if you even care to discuss the music video. Yes, yes, of course. The music video, wow, has a lot going on in it. But what I like especially about it is it sort of tells a different story. So when I hear Bejeweled, I think about her in a relationship with a man. and, And that man, like you mentioned earlier, isn't really appreciating her. And But she's like, you know what? I'm going out. And I am better than maybe you think that I am. But the story that the music video tells 
is that of her re-recordings, I think. It's amazing how Taylor has been able to re-release these albums that were previously recorded, not owned by her, and build so much attraction and attention to these re-recordings. She's clearly aware that she is selling more records than anyone else on the planet. She can still make the whole place shimmer. Like, no artist has really done anything like this before. Yeah. And that's the story that the music video tells. I mean, she's in that elevator. There's, like, the numbers of each floor represents the albums that she's put out there. She enters, I think it's the third floor, a.k.a. Speak Now. She gets off on the third floor, and she puts on that necklace with all of the jewels on it which indicate every album and so that's the story that I get from the music video. And she puts that necklace on right when she says I can reclaim the land. Yes. It's very obvious. The music video was just kind of a a way of of claiming that once I was in it and for anyone who hasn't seen it it's essentially like a retelling of the Cinderella story. So Taylor Swift is Cinderella on the floor cleaning up and her stepsisters, her evil stepsisters, are the iconic Heim sisters. <laughs> With Laura Dern as the evil stepmom. Laura Dern as her evil stepmom. Um, it was the setup for that storyline as if Taylor is now Cinderella. She's going to reclaim the land. She's going to win the prince and then just ditch the prince and keep the castle for yeah. herself. So that's essentially like keeping her own work I don't think I would have thought of um, the re-recordings by listening to the song itself I was the first time I heard it I was just really like this is such a fun like glitter gel pen listening experience yes very very glitter gel pen very ggp song this one yes yeah um which i think this is like really good time for us to transition into the musical mixology of the song because i oh my gosh we've still been talking about the spirit this whole time yeah (laughs) yeah we haven't even gotten into music yet um well, there's a lot of spirit to this song, so it it, yeah. it, it, well, it, it, it ha- And I think it's interesting we were able to really name all these different storylines, different perspectives that you can take from one song. That's amazing. That's a little bit of a twist of Taylor. We'll get into that more in the lyrics, but it's it's. I just love it when a song can really like speak to a lot of different moments. So the musical mixology. Yes. I, I'm curious if this was your first listening experience, because my first listening experience was, is this pulled from Reading Rainbow? I, like, that is, like, immediately what I thought of, which is where I confess right now, my first listen of Bejeweled, it wasn't my favorite song. It was fine. I was like, okay, that's fun. Moving on. And I realized it was because it gave me Reading Rainbow vibes. And I was like, that's cheesy. Like, the very beginning. It probably has something to do with, like, the synthesizer or whatever. But, like... Butterfly in the sky I can go twice as high Um... What are your favorite musical mixology parts of this song? <laughs> That's funny that you transitioned from, this song reminds me of Reading Rainbow. What are your favorite parts of the song? I'm sorry. I honestly, I, okay, 
I'm I'm struggling to give like a lot of really interesting music no- notes because I could not get past reading Rainbow. That's all I hear. <laughs> well, the I want to mention for the music part. The song starts with it almost sounds like you're at a casino. You're like playing a slots game, which um, it, like if you can picture that opening sound segment, oh. um, it reminds me of a video game, which. Is interesting because Bejeweled <laughs> is a video game. That's I don't so know funny. if that was intentional or not. That's so funny because... But that's what I hear. I also think that the nice sounds like a lot like something Mario might say. Like like on... Mario, totally. Like, yes. Like, 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 Mar- yeah, like you just like wee like, bowling and you just like yeah. scored a spare, like got a spare and you're like, yeah. nice. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's some video game vibes going on with this song. It's really funny. We got Reading Rainbow. We got video game vibes. Oh, my gosh. It's great. (laughs) All right. That's our musical mixology of it all. And I am excited to get into some twisting lyrics. You've already been twisting your body. Let's let's see how Taylor twists these Mm -hmm. lyrics. We start with kind of... I think what could be a seemingly like a really sweet like baby boy. No, it's not baby boy. It's baby love. Forget it. It's sort of condescending. It's a little yeah. It's it's kind of condescending. Yeah. Didn't notice you walking all over my peace of mind and the shoes I gave you as a present. It's gonna be so hard not to sing like all the words of this song. I know. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I. It's it's so funny the shoes <laughs> I gave you as a present because she's just like remember. Who bought you those shoes? Oh, yeah, it was me. Remember how good I am to you? Yeah, that's me. But here you are putting those shoes on, and you're walking all over me. Uh, you've mentioned it's it's a lot like Tolerate It. Tolerate It is like a very serious, sad song. Yeah. This is more of like a fuck you, I'm going out tonight, and I'm, I'm having fun song. Yes. But, yeah, it's it's such a fun lyric that it just it immediately like lets you know... She's got money. She bought you shit. And here you are yeah. just like stepping all over me. With well, yeah. and it's – one of the things I heard is, you know, this is where we get Calvin Harris into this music. So so Calvin Harris, she did a song with Calvin Harris. And he, like, totally dissed her about it. Was like, well, yeah, she wrote the words. But, like, I did everything else. And, <sighs> and so – these words, like, I've, I've been too kind to notice you walking all over my peace of mind. I actually, now the lyrics say peace, P-E-A-C-E, but I almost, like, thought of that, like, P-I-E-C-E. Oh, yeah. It's like, I mm-hmm. gave you a piece of my mind. Like, I gave you a piece of, like, my creativity, and I didn't even notice, because I was being so kind about it, that you walked all over me with that. Like, and so I... I just think that's an interesting, like, that. that's, I think, where the Calvin Harris kind of gets pushed into this song. Yeah. Yeah. Calvin Harris was a total jerk wad, a big <laughs> JW to Taylor Swift. And I, I think that that sort of, it, this song does imply her relationship with him, I think. Yeah. Um, that, that, that jerk wad. I love the moment when she says, oh. And by the way, I'm going out tonight because yeah. I could totally see, like, you can like see it happening, yes. even though that wasn't in the music video of her like being at the door picking up her purse. Like they had a fight, yeah. picking up her purse, and then she's be like, "Oh, by the way, yeah." Uh, and I'm hope she's probably like putting on something like super hot. 
Oh my god, she's probably putting on some really stiletto-y stuff and uh, a tight yeah. uh, a tight little skirt, and it's probably sequined, and she's got a red lip gloss. I guess she's probably looking super fine, and I just love the confidence yeah. that that exudes um, when she's like, <laughs> New favorite like word. if you're in a relationship with somebody and you guys love each other, you kind of go out together, right? But here she is, right. like, oh, by the way. I'm going out tonight. Like, out we, I. So now we're getting into the chorus, Rachel. And one of my favorite lines that Taylor Swift has ever written is not from All Too Well 10-Minute Version, is not from Love Story. It is the words, best believe. <laughs> best believe. I love Isn't it so much. Best? I know that that's a thing. Best believe it. I know that I used to say that. That's like a slang that I used to say. And I was like... When did that start? Became curious. I remember, like, in the 90s, that was kind of a popular thing. See, the earliest entry in Urban Dictionary is 2004. So, I mean, it's just such a fun thing to say. Like, it's so easy. It flows off the tongue. Best believe in. It's like, it's, there's, honestly, there's a lot of really incredible alliteration that happens in this song. So, so here we're getting, like, best believe I'm still bejeweled. Later, you get band, you get breeds, you get basement, you get penthouse, polish. So we get these like really like bup sounds. It's just a stunning way of choosing just the right words to make it bounce and pop and sparkle. Like like those are things that are happening. You can feel the bounciness with all that alliteration. The this when she's talking about like. I can still make the whole place shimmer. What I find interesting is it's almost the opposite of what she was saying in Mirrorball when she's talking about, and it comes up in All Too Well, 10-minute version, um, when she's a a never-needy, ever-lovely jewel whose shines reflects on you, which that's the thing that, like, Mirrorball is all about. Like, I shine just for you mm-hmm. and never needy ever shining reflecting on you so it's like she has she knows she has this tendency to sparkle to shine to bring that and before she was just bringing that for others and now she's taking like reclaiming that for herself that like mm-hmm. hey this is what i do well i enter the room and i shimmer and that's for me as much as it is for you. And I just love that ability to twist that narrative. So I didn't come up with this. Somebody else in another podcast, and I cannot remember, so apologies. But someone mentioned that they love the idea that the band is actually Haim. Okay. The Haim sisters. And so she's, so when she, like, and that's who she's out with. And so when I meet the band, like, meet up with the band, they ask, do you have a man? Like, they're like, hey, girl, are you here tonight? Are you single? You know, like, they know they know she needs to, like, let her hair down for this night. And she's like, oh, I don't remember. I really like this next part, like, the familiarity breeds contempt. Because, it, yes. I, and I already kind of, like, hinted at this. Like, I think this is, like, that moment. Where it's, like, the opposite of distance makes the heart grow fonder, right? Like, it's, like, mm-hmm. um, and, and even, like, as she connects it into the basement. Like, the basement's where you keep all your old stuff, right? The, like, the... You, you yeah. still love it. You still want it. But you, like, you keep it down there and then you well, it's like of... a dungeon down there, too. Like, it's not a desirable or attractive place to be. Well, and even if it's not a dungeon, it's like a storage, right? It's like where you 
you store the things that you, and then you forget about it. So that's the thing. Like, I feel like this is like a relationship that has gone stale. It's like in the danky, stale basement of a love. And she's like, because it's familiar and familiarity, like that happens. And she wants to be like, no, I want to be like your penthouse. I want to be what you show off because I shimmer. I'm amazing. Like, love me. Yeah. Choose me. She's not just saying, I want to be in the penthouse. It's the penthouse of your heart, which that that imagery is really special. I, I, I don't really want to say it's beautiful because this is kind of more like a fuck you lyric, right? It's not like, oh, that's so beautiful. But it it's really nice imagery. The penthouse of your heart. I mean, can you imagine what it's like to argue with Taylor Swift? She probably busts out these like amazing metaphors all the time. Yeah. <laughs> like, in the middle of an argument, like... I want to be the penthouse of your heart. And, he, and then she's like, wait, just a minute. Let me write that down. <laughs> just sweet, calm. Right. Exactly. And then it gets you right into diamonds in my eyes. I polish up real. I polish up real. Nice. Nice. Nice is like <laughs> the funniest part of this song. I think the whole like, nice. Nice. Yeah. Should we move on to the second verse? The second verse is where we get that moment where she says, I made you my world. Have you heard? I can reclaim the land. So that's that like really great moment yeah. where we talked about in the music video. I can reclaim the land. Yeah. I love that as much as like it that goes to me, that goes right back to what we were just saying before of like I can reclaim the story, I can reclaim my music, I can reclaim all the ways that you have, you, maybe this is you, the media, have, like, told me I am. No, I can be how I am. I can love the way that I have shimmered and sparkled. And you know yeah. what? I mean, it's, it's, it's clearly a direct, um, a direct call to the fact that she's been re-recording, reclaiming, re-recording, taking back her original work. Um, I almost want, I was thinking yeah. about this, like, in the concert. Where if she, when she if she performs it says, I, I want her to say I missed you, and I missed sparkling. Oh yeah, because I think that would be like such a fun little like twist. Yeah, to what she gets to do, which is like stand up on that stage and sparkle. It would be hard for her to distinguish herself singing missed versus miss if for her to like really drive that point forward she would almost have to like stop the music and say but i missed sparkling or in my case i missed sparkle land sparkle land <laughs> let's get into the bridge sam because well f- the bridge is where i named my cocktail this i think definitely hints at a little bit more of that storyline of the met gala she said, you know, sapphire tears on my face, sadness became my whole sky. What a strong statement about just s- sadness. Any Like, I went straight to bigger than the whole sky um, when I thought of that, which is interesting because, obviously, the first time we heard it, we hadn't heard bigger than the whole sky. Sapphire tears, like, you can even imagine if you cried jewels, that would be the sparkle that other people saw. Right? Like sparkles that other people can enjoy. Yes. And what's interesting is she uses a jewel, a very elegant, luxurious jewel, like a sapphire, 
to describe what her sadness was because it, like you said, if her sadness was put on display, it's it, people make money off of off of that. You know, it, it's almost like her the tears that she cries are expensive because of the story that it produces. Oh, but it's also mm-hmm. you know, sapphire is blue, which interesting for a couple of reasons. You know, we think of the idea of being blue is very sad, but it's also the color she uses to talk about Joe a lot. Well, yeah, because this is when, this is when I think I get kind of cute because she says, some guy said my aura's moonstone just because he was high. Yes, thank you. That's what I was trying to get at. And I, and I feel like that might be Joe. Well, I mean, like, so... I'm, because it doesn't make sense otherwise. I know. That's why That's why I wish I was in that room. Like, I want to know, when did she meet Joe versus when she was dancing with Tom Hiddleston? And, like, at what point in her brain is she thinking, like, is Joe... Like, is this when Mastermind comes in? Like, I'm going to make that guy mine. Like, you know, it's like all, all of these storylines and these songs that we know. This is like, I thought... I. People have said it's Joe here because of Paper Rings, where it says the moon was high, like your friends, the night that we first met. And so we get here, some guy said my aura is moonstone just because he was high. So I, <laughs> but then it says we were dancing all night. I don't think she danced with Joe. She danced with Tom. The fact of the matter is this bridge, she's coming out of her shell and, and breaking free from this maybe toxic relationship because some guy like maybe it's not Joe because she just sings some guy right. as if like it doesn't even matter who it was yeah. but she just talked to this guy and he's like you're kind of like a moonstone <laughs> and maybe that guy isn't who she ended up with but it allowed her to be like you know what you're right I am a moonstone <laughs> And he was high, like who the hell right. knows what he was talking right. about, but it just allowed her to really just kind of be like, yeah, hell yeah, and now I'm going to dance all yeah. night, and you can try to change my mind, but guess what? There's so many other guys that want to get with this, so you're going to have to wait in line. And, and then she's like, I like that at the end she, it, well, first it made me think a little bit of like girls just want to have fun, right? Like a girl's got to do what she's got to do. Mm-hmm. Girls just want to have fun. But like there's that, Diamonds are a girl's best friend, and she kind of like pulls that into the song. But both of which, and there's a little bit of that me energy, like, hey, this is who I am, and I'm not gonna make up. I'm not gonna like make excuses for the way that I am. A diamond's gotta shine. That's what we do. Yeah, it's the only thing that it can do. It's what's a diamond gonna do? It's gotta shine, and that's that's best believe it. Best believe. I love it. It's so fun. It's such a, it's a fun, fun song. Again, that she's just like very proudly exclaiming who she is in the song. And as Swifties, we love, we love a positive, confident song. It's, it hers, is a song. So. I mean, it's definitely one of those songs that you can have so much fun singing with friends or singing at a concert. Like, I'm just. Mm-hmm. So excited for that. Yes. So excited. Me too. Baby brother, I think I've been a little too kind. Didn't notice we, seems we've come to the end of our podcast already. Best believe I still need 
to ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Do you have a magnificent song choice <laughs> for next week? Did you like that? Tr- so ridiculous. I know. <laughs> you don't know how long it takes me to to write these lyrics, Sam. Rachel, we are in our era's era, of course. Yes, we are. And there is a very special song that I know Taylor sings in her concert. And it's special for a reason that we will discuss next week. But the song that I'm talking about, the song that I've chosen for next week, Uh is Miss Americana in the Heartbreak Prince. Oh, boy. We are bringing some cheer energy Go fight to that song. Okay, I'm really excited to, to do that, Sam, because... I feel like I have a lot of learning to do with that song. Yes, me. So this is going to be good. Me too. I'll definitely need to Go do my research win. for this one. So, um, Miss Americana, <laughs> we're coming for you. All right. I know you want a podcast all night, but wipe those sapphire tears off your face because this girl needs to get out of the literal basement. This is where I am right now. <laughs> I need to get out of the literal basement. I I will miss you, Sam, but I miss sparkling upstairs in the light more. So well, Go on and get upstairs then. Thank you for joining me, Rachel. Thank you for listening, Swiggies. What's a podcast guy and a girl going to do? Well, we are going to ask you, all the Swiggies, all the listeners, to keep those reviews coming. If you're enjoying our podcast, please leave us a positive review on whichever streaming platform you are listening to us on. Your support helps us polish this podcast up real nice. Nice. And remember to find us on all of our social media platforms at Swift and Swigs Podcast on Instagram and TikTok. We post super fun content of our cocktails and our chit chats. And you get to see exactly what Rachel and I are swigging as we go on through this episode. That is right. Cheers to a sparkling night. Cheers, Swiggies and Sam. Sam, am I in your top five? That's what I forgot to ask you. Am I in your top five? Um, your your top eight for sure. Okay, great. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine.